The following talk was recorded at Label the Planet 2021 Empowering Users, the annual conference on current issues in ethics, social justice and technology from the Free Software Foundation. Label the Planet is a live conference and speakers often use slides and other visual tools to assist their presentation. You can see the videos of these talks at media.libreplanet.org or on the FSF Peertube channel. Label Planet speakers do not represent the mission of the Free Software Foundation. We host speakers talking about their use of free software in different kinds of political and commercial work. The FSF supports their freedom, but does not take positions on any political issues other than those necessary to uphold the principles of free software. Like all the FSF's work on behalf of the grievance of all computer users, Nemo Planet is made possible by thousands of individuals. To keep our work going, please consider becoming an associate member via my.fsf.org join or making a donation at my.fsf.org donate. You can stay informed by subscribing to our newsletter, The Free Software Supporter, at fsf.org fss and for more information on LibrePlanet, you can visit libreplanet.org conference. Okay, uh, first, sorry for the delay, but it was my confusion about the time. So it seems that recently the time changed uh, for some reason. So I'm, so I'm sorry about that, the, this delay. So I will take questions if, if you won't mind uh, through the IRC later uh, afterwards the, the talk, okay? So well, first of all, again, sorry for my delay. So well, welcome to my talk. I hope you're all hearing me loud and clear and at the same time uh, seeing me well, okay? First of all, I would like to thank you for being, uh, all of you attending my talk. And as I am aware of you're spending your most valuable thing, which is, which is your time. Well, this being said, uh, let me explain you briefly uh, the goal of my talk and its overall content. Well, my talk is about my, my personal fight um, against proprietary software during the pandemic. And, um, from early March 2020 to the end of June, those three months. So those three months were the most difficult ones for me as uh, I was trying to steer uh, my children's teacher's mind uh, towards free software. So I have to say that after the summer, after those three months of, um, of fighting, um, my fight became really different. And instead of trying to convince certain teachers to use uh, uh, free software instead, I focus on, on write and spread the benefits of uh, this fantastic video conference program that we are using right now, such as Big Button or Jitsi. And, and this so far has been a successful uh, thing to do. As fortunately, uh, some people uh, nowadays is interested in having control of their servers and avoid to rely their communications on uh, other service companies which they don't have control of. So in brief, uh, the aim of my talk is to encourage you yeah. to do the same thing I did uh, for the last year, those three months and after the summer as well. Sometimes it's not really hard, I mean, if, if at least you try. So to put you in context a little bit about me, what my, my background is, uh, so you can take into account uh, myself and my background and know a little bit uh, how I ended up being a free software advocate 
and, and why I'm trying to preach about uh, the good habits of, of you when using uh, free software. So, oh, hold on. I think I have opened, hold on just for a second. I think I opened the wrong. I think I have it right here. Hold on. Right here. So yeah, I'm sorry. So I was in the wrong slide that one. So the major reason of being a free software advocate uh, and my willingness to, to help the GNU project is kind of to pay back the community for all their work. So for the last 25 years uh, of all my education uh, stage and, and work, I've been surrounded by computers and software. So during this long journey, I have seen the injustices of proprietary software. So um, nowadays, uh, after all these years of um, teaching and working with only free software, I have realized that it is my time of, uh, to start supporting the free software movement and to repay back the community. And uh, instead of being uh, most of the time on the technical side, as I work, um, as a system administrator. So um, the thing is that I make my living uh, thanks to free software. And the only way for me that I can think of to help the free software is to, to, to get involved and, and to join the free software movement. You can see here, I've been quite, um, um, I, have, I have had a big relationship with um, the foreign countries. So that's probably uh, as well my relationship with computers. So well, this slide is white. Done. Three, okay, I have. So uh, these guys are my children. So what, what I have to say about my two children, so they, are, they are of course my life. And I'm gonna speak as, as this talk is about my fight during the pandemic. Um, um, I want to speak to you a little bit about them. So Marta, right here, she attends to the elementary school of music in our small village. And while Javi at that time was attending at that precise moment to a different school, not in our village, in a nearby village. He was attending to the Superior Conservatory of Music where he was uh, preparing himself to take the entrance exam to the Superior School. So in addition to that, they were both attending to, in our same village, they were attending physically to the School of English at the same time. And after all this uh, confinement uh, recently, just a couple of months ago, because of the fact that they have, they have been, you know, super uh, jubilant and content when using Gitsi and Big Bubanum, they have started to um, receive English lessons uh, through Big Bubanum. So I would like to mention that too. So my, my very good friend, John uh, from Chicago, for them it's Uncle John, they, uh, they, he, he, he teach them, teach them uh, English uh, every other Saturday. So, so this way you, you know a little bit about my children and why was my fight during the pandemic. No, it's like four. So during the first weeks of the pandemic, I was horrified uh, to see how each teacher was asking my children to use 
uh, not only a different program for each subject, but choosing the majority of the cases proprietary software. Of course, opening these accounts was not the issue. My major concern was that I knew that all these tools were from proprietary software companies. And I had to, to read first all these EULA agreements for the better or for the worst. And I had no time uh, during the pandemic or willingness to spend my time reading all those complex terms of service or end user license agreements. As I was aware that all of them had the same thing in common, like I am the true master and you have to agree with all my impositions and injustices to use my software. So I knew that free software was the unique software my children had to use at that time. But I had under all this pressure and moral dilemma, I had to decide. I didn't want my children to feel apart uh, from their classmates. So, because we were suffering a horrible situation worldwide, and my children were fully, uh, failing to attend uh, to school on a daily basis. And overall, I didn't want my children to have an interruption on their education either. So, so therefore I decided I was only going to fight against their extracurricular activities. Leaving the school matter uh, aside for a moment, uh, which, which I knew that sooner or later it was going to, yes, hello? Okay, uh, which I knew sooner or later um, uh, was going to be fixed for our public education system, so. Luckily, in my province, uh, the government, the public government, is committed 100% with free software. So I knew that was going to be fixed sooner or later. So I focused all my efforts in fighting against their extracurricular activities. So even though Javi and Marta at that time had computers on their rooms for homework, homework purposes, um, since uh, one year ago or something like that, they hadn't used them on a regular basis. So probably just for doing sporadic homework uh, once, a, once in a while. And up to that time, they were using those computers only on weekends to undertake uh, certain classroom assignments. But what happened was that during the first week of the confinement, um, I knew I had to be alert because I saw Javi and Marta were sitting in front of the computers uh, almost a whole day uh, waiting for the homework to come. So at that time, their homework was being published on Google Classroom, and I was not happy about it, but um, there was no, nothing I could do about it because it was a public education system. So, so, but probably I could have asked their teachers um, to send them their homework through email instead, or, but by doing so uh, wouldn't have meant, um, would have meant to leave outside them from their classmates. So. I didn't want them to, to feel apart. So, so because they were kind of uh, interacting with the rest of the classmates um, through this uh, Google proprietary LMS, this Google Classroom thing. But despite of using uh, Google services or WebEx, I can recall I was happy overall because they were not using other more harmful tools such as Skype or Zoom. So I knew that the next year this Google workaround will be, will be resolved as our education system supports 100% um, free software uh, um, or mandatory education. Indeed, what happened is that after the summer, they just started to use this modified version of model at school instead of Google Classroom. So I was happy for that. 
And so I did the right thing, just waiting. So, so I'm gonna explain you a little bit about their music school now. So you know about this uh, school of music, this super small school of music, just 100 um, students or so. So in our small village, we have this public elementary school, which is a very good thing to have, and where almost 100 students attend. And they learn solfege and they learn how to play instruments. There are no computers at all in this school. The way they receive education is physically uh, in contact with their teachers. So what happened you know, back in, in mid-March? Well, probably the faculty had a meeting and they thought that the only feasible way was to continue the music lesson was using a video conference program. Uh, this was definitely a good idea and the unique solution to avoid stopping um, all their educational activity and therefore the, the, the progress of all the students. But the unique shortcoming for us was that this plan was this software, uh, they, they um, chose for that. So they called me up asking me, uh, asking me to open a Skype account. And at the same time, I realized over the phone this teacher was very willing to listen. So at the same time he was asking me to open a Skype account, he was kind of willing to, to listen to me. As he knew, as, uh, as, there, as I was their email and hosting provider at that time, so my advice could be useful. So at that precise moment, I hadn't read yet uh, the Skype terms of service, but I knew it was a gratis uh, program uh, from a mega corporation, and of course was proprietary software. So I asked him, have you read the terms of service? Is it possible that Microsoft maybe uh, can either record or have access to these recordings uh, for some reason? So have you checked that beforehand? And uh, one can, I can check that for you. So he answered to me, well, I haven't read anything. So I replied, don't worry, I will do that for you. But in any case, I know about uh, one software uh, that I'm working on, which is called UT, that you can use, and which at the end of the day, it's gratis too. That was a school of music for um, uh, economical reasons, where it's an important thing. And at the same time, it has the benefit of being 100% safe and privacy respecting. So, so um, I, I said to him, well, this works just with a web browser. I was speaking to him about GTC. And, and therefore the students wouldn't have to open any account at Microsoft or anything like that. And at the same time, they won't have to, to install any extra program. So Ruben, he, he was the name of this teacher, and he answered me, yes. Um, I'll send me all the information right away and, 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 and I, I, will, you know, I will use it, you know, because we have to protect the, the children's privacy at all costs. And, now is not the best moment to have any extra problems. So therefore I sent him a very concise and explanatory email um, to Ruben and, and just the next day, Marta and with teacher, with his, her teacher Borja, my, my, my daughter Marta, Marta and her teacher Borja were playing the clarinet in her room, um, GTC. So how nice is that? That was a, a, a good a so I was quite jubilant about that. I said to myself, well, with just, with just one call, I have, a I have accomplished a huge feat. So even though this school was very little, 
um, ahead of these 100 students, ahead of these 100 students. So, so that was a good thing because when now 100 100 kids were using free software. So, um, in order to 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 help them a little bit more, I gave them my my the address of my own Jitsi server. Uh, to make sure my, my suggestion was technical, technically feasible and they were not going to have any transmission problems. So, so that was my reliability as I was the one who had suggested YTC for them. So, so yeah, and just a, a few, few weeks ago, they asked me to, to have this kind of uh, um, uh, share website to, to sharing software for uh, sharing PDFs. So I installed for them an on-cloud um, instance for them as well. So really happy about it. Lights number six is not coming up. Okay, so here you can see pictures of my daughter Marta with me in her room is uh, her teacher Borja and my, my, my son Javier playing uh, uh, his trumpet with his, um, his teacher, uh, Garci. So, Javi was not attending anymore to that local school, but he was attending Super Conservatory of Music in the nearby village, but, so, but still, Javi was using Yitzi with Garci. So, a few days later, when Javi was using Skype with his, his um, teacher, I sat beside him, Javi, and say hello to, to his teacher to say thank you and with his effort to, with Javi. So I said to the teacher that I had read about the Microsoft Skype Terms of Service where they were informing users that all communication could be stored uh, for testing purposes uh, in order to improve the program itself. So thus I suggested to him to use Jitsi as a very quick workaround and to fix this and to avoid the regulation of data. That who knows if, if some day could be harmful for, for my son Javi. So the teacher was very concerned about this and uh, he steered his mind very quickly towards Jitsi and comprehend he was very interested in what I was saying. I comprehend that he was very interested in what I was, what I was saying. So he didn't hesitate at all and told me we can try that piece of software, that program, that DC program in the next Habis lesson, the next day. So just the next day, after using DC with Habi for one hour, he asked to me if he was able to use this same DC program with the rest of his students. And of course, I allowed him and encouraged him to do so. So I was very content too, uh, because I have achieved uh, another um, another obstacle, I have overcome another obstacle. So I was very content. Uh, and I felt at that time that my advice was, 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 was being very welcome, so. And my next fight was with the English Academy. Uh, this was a different fight. Then the next challenge was this, to convince the English Academy that they were using Skype at that time to follow the steps of the music school. But this, that, this battle was going to be a little harder. So, so give or take, uh, this school has around 100 students. And at that time, they were using Jitsi using uh, for almost two weeks already. And I was kind of upset about it. So even though it was only one lesson per week, I was not willing to let my children use Skype for the third time. So 
I couldn't compel them to use Jitsi, but I had the right to withdraw maybe my children from their school if at least they were not even um, considering my proposal or even replying to me. So at that time, I had been waiting them to reply my first email for a couple of weeks. The probably this was my, my own mistake as I was now aware that long and complex emails were not the way uh, to go and didn't work at all. So I realized I had to phone them instead. But you might think like writing, the first one you might think that writing uh, long and detailed emails can be seen as helpful thing to do and caring thing by the recipient. But sometimes this is not true. It can happen that sometimes they get afraid and overwhelmed uh, when they see the, the length of these long emails. So, so probably all your effort and time spent uh, writing these uh, very helpful emails and be pointless. So here you can see right here, just one single email. It was super long. The one that I first sent to the English Academy and didn't work at all. So, so uh, at that time, uh, so then I thought, well, they are not uh, answering me. But at that time I was uh, preparing my own English exam for getting, uh, uh, to be able to apply for an English translator license here in my country in Spain. This exam is a super difficult exam, it's called C2 and it's focused mostly on writing. So I asked my, my English teachers, I said to her, well, if she was willing to uh, try this freedom and privacy preserver software with me, and it seems she was aware of my prior request to the school principals as she was on carbon copy of that first email that I sent, that this email that I sent uh, um, to the school principals. And, and, and I knew sure, for sure she had read it. So I connect with her through Jitsi and after trying with Jitsi with her, with my teacher, it seems she realized um, that the effort to change was not going to be that hard. Uh, at the same time, the program was more convenient to use. I explained it as well to her, the reasons of using this software over proprietary software and she understood perfectly my, my approach I can imagine she probably explained uh, to the school principals and the rest of the faculty about Gitsi and its overall content uh, benefits and so why they had to stay away from Skype. So surprisingly for me, the next week, they sent an email to all the students asking them um, to, to use these uh, Gitsi URLs, uh, one for each group for the continuations of, of continuation of the, of the next week lessons. So this was a finally huge success at this school as this school was again, 100 students still. And I was happy for this final outcome as my children were finally totally free, safe and sound. And at the same time, the rest of their classmates uh, were using a further, further uh, privacy respecting program. So I have, I have learned uh, that sometimes if you want to receive uh, a straight answer, you have to, to, to make a straight question, so. Javier, I have stuff yes. on the roommate, uh, one, one notice. Uh, the next talk is starting in nine, nine minutes. So can you please use the next nine minutes to wrap up your talk? Okay, 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 okay. I take into account. Okay, so I only have ten minutes because I was delayed. So well, I'm going maybe to skip uh, skip um, 
few um, slides. No, no worries. Maybe there are a few slides I want to talk about more important. So I will do eight and nine, and then I will go to the to the last one. No worries. So um, here you can see more or less the stages of the confinement. Um, this is more or less the summary of different stages of my fight during this extreme confinement we had to undertake from March to almost the end of June. So these three months from March to end of June were the most difficult ones. And uh, as I was trying to stream my children's teachers uh, mind towards free software. As the pace of taking decisions at schools uh, was from one day to the other and without asking uh, children's parents uh, first. So, so as you can see here, these stages are quite different um, among them. And probably the hardest one of these stages for me was doing these uh, complex setups of uh, Big Blue Baron and Jitsi servers. So, I mean, to be honest, uh, Big Blue Button has a tremendous and easy to understand documentation, while Jitsi was a kind of nightmare for me. So, after being able to um, set up this Jitsi and Big Blue Button servers, uh, I just started to, to spread their use uh, among my contacts and friends, and I had quite success with the Jitsi at first, but not with Big Blue Button. Uh, which was left aside until the end of the summer. So after the summer, uh, then the interest came about Big Blue Button uh, instead of GTC. So it seems that after the summer, we arrived to this plateau in the coronavirus. Uh, we, we, the curve of the COVID-19 was definitely flattened. And besides of having to wear this mask and, and not being able to travel overseas, we had a normal summer here in Spain. The pandemic was getting better uh, in most of the country and everything seemed to get back to normal. So, well, this was at least my reality, but probably uh, not the true reality for so many thousands of people in hospitals fighting against this horrible illness. So, so after the summer, um, of, after, after the summer, uh, after these two, two months of Delcom, um, then I had this avalanche of, of, of requests of Big Blue Button server requests that just couldn't believe it. As schools had these two complete months to, to foresee that it was uh, plausible, they had to continue to teach remotely, but nobody had thought that having some sort of server ready um, in advance would have been a logical thing to foresee. So. Um, I even, instead of uh, setting up big blue button servers, I sometimes, um, when a client was not able to afford or to have their own server, uh, they were not going to use that often. I managed to give them an account on my own big blue button server as a gratis server, as a gift to, for being my client, as an extra service, or sometimes in exchange of hiring another service. So, as I, as I don't have so many, um, minutes left, I will to, to, maybe I'm gonna jump to maybe number 12. And I have here uh, how to be a little persuasive, if you wanna fight, how to be a little persuasive effectively. So maybe avoid long emails, uh, short emails work better, or even sometimes uh, do a phone call 
So be concise and, and go straight to the point. The short questions are the most effective thing to do. Always be willing to help. And if you can offer them to, to try the, the software first, that's uh, a good thing to do. Maybe a demo account or something like that. And also maybe explain them the major advantages of using free software as a freedom, privacy, to have control over the computing. That's, uh, or maybe they are going to save money. That's a wise thing to do as well. And I'm going to skip um, a few slides of, as, as I have had this uh, horrible mistake about the hour. And maybe I will go directly to the um, acknowledgements because um, otherwise I won't have. Well, maybe I, if the technician let's, let me just maybe I um, can have these. Um, Community slide, which is 19. Yeah, so maybe this is a good slide to, to say as um, here I have uh, written a, a few uh, advice, uh, a, a few uh, hints about um, like stay in touch with people is very helpful. So never stay isolated. You can maybe do some, some sometimes uh, things um, alone amazing things alone, but sharing and learning from others is very beneficial. You can make and maintain new contacts. That's a good thing to do as well. Uh, maybe you can as, as well um, um, share your achievements and experiences. If you have a working website or somewhere, you can publish. And um, maybe uh, if, if you work as a volunteer at GNU, um, you can stay in touch with people as well. So as I don't have um, just a couple of more minutes, I will just maybe to say thank you and maybe I can finish the talk. And sorry, because I had this super nice talk prepared, but it seems that I confused the hour. I came two hours earlier to, to, to have time in advance, but well, not two hours, one hour and a half, but so I would like to say thank you to my mentor, Richard Matthew Salman, for his trust, support, and help. Uh, to Dora Salipotti from the Genuist Education Team. To Christian Grothoff for his flying confidence. To Julian, my good friend Julian from the local group. To forgive, he has been giving me ideas during the confinement and pushing me to face new challenges. To some staff from the FSF, Dana, Jean, and Soy. Bob, uh, he's a system administrator who helped me with the audio video server from the GNU.org. To Amy Bandali, he's also a GNU contact that helped me with the, to set up an IceCast server. And also to my wife, Marika, and my children for their faith in, in, in all my projects. And here, I don't know if you can see it, I'm gonna put it here. Uh, here you can see it. it's a walk of a thousand miles. A thousand miles consists of a lot of steps. So each time you don't install some non-free program or decide not to run it, that day that is a step towards your own freedom. Each time you decline to run a non-free program with others, you show them a wise example of long-term thinking. It's a step towards freedom from the world. From Richard Stallman. So that was it. I'm sorry for. Um, my delay, and I'm sorry for that. I have to, have to skip um, a few slides, at least 10 slides or so. So I'm done.